Insights on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is a, uh, a pair of studs. First, um, I feel like it's a boxing match. In this corner, I've got Joel Ullman, whose uh, latest book came out in the spring from Drawn and Quarterly, Midlife, a somewhat fictitious story of um, Joe's anxiety as a, as a new father, um, but not a first-time father as well as other books like Chewing on Tinfoil, uh, This Will End in Tears, and The Book of Wag. Is there anything else I'm forgetting, Joe? No, that's all. That's all there is. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other guest is uh, Pascal Girard. I totally mispronounced that. I'm sorry, Pascal. Uh, whose books out in English so far from uh, the fine folks at Toronto Quarterly, uh, Nicholas... Um, reunion and Bigfoot, which won a uh, won some really nice awards, as well. Um, you have a book coming out from Conundrum Press in the spring, I guess, of 2012. What's that book? Yeah, which oh, Valentine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's in spring. You know more about it than me. <laughs> yeah, I just learned that. It's gonna be done, and it's a book I did the illustration for. I didn't do the the script. It's uh, with someone I know. He's called Yves Pelletier, and he did like the story, and I did the drawing. Okay. And it's a, it's about a girl who who uh, kind of have problem in her relationship because of a cat. And that one is gonna be in watercolor, correct? Or it is in watercolor. Yeah, it is. It is in the watercolor. Yeah, yeah. Very, very pretty book. Um, thank you for joining me today, boys. I guess the first question I'm gonna throw right to you, Pascal, is originally I've been talking to both of you about doing an interview. 
Um, Joe's been on the show before. Joe's actually in the Ink Studs book, which you can buy in finer bookstores and comic stores. Uh, excuse me for the plug. Um, and I've been kind of crazy over the summer, moving, doing stuff. And Pascal sent an email the other day uh, suggesting to have both of you on together. Um, why suggest that, Pascal? Um, tell me about the relationship between you and Joe. Yeah, first it's because your show, you know, all the interviews are very long. It's like an hour or like some of them are like, I don't know, five hours. <laughs> I don't know, the one with Kim, Kim Dyke is like five hours long. <laughs> so, like, so I said, that's crazy. You know, I got, you know, for five minutes, my accent is good. But, you know, for an hour, it would be annoying for like the, the listener to listen to my French accent for an hour or like five hours if we do five hours like au contraire like, I, I think that it's charming I, and, and it can contain itself for hours and hours this charming it's, char it's charming but after like after 15, 15 minutes it's it's done you know people would be we'll like tired it's like ah so so I, I I asked Joe so we cut it enough you know I can talk like for like 30 minutes and he can talk for 30 so the listener would not be too much annoyed by my accent. Poor Pascal, if I'm supposed to charm the listeners, uh, if Joel Woman <laughs> is the one that's supposed to charm the listeners, we're in trouble. <laughs> for, for real, is that, yeah. For real, it's, yeah, that's one of the reasons for it, I was like. And the other one is like, we did that book tour and, and, and the spring, yeah, because our book were launched uh, together. So we did New York, Vancouver, Toronto, uh, here, Montreal, and uh, yeah, so it was fun. Like we, we learned to to know each other, and our book of kind of related in a way, a little. To book about pervert, a little. <laughs> so <laughs> aging perverts, yeah. He's a nice man. I don't have any friend here, and I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> and and yeah, he's gonna lend me one some book, and it's gonna be like. <laughs> So basically, this is an excuse for you to go to Joe's and maybe get dinner and the book and whatever else you want. He didn't get any dinner. He actually was forced to play with my my kid for a while. Um, that no was dinner. Oh man, Joe. We, we, I got a kid. We eat at like five o'clock. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm French, so I eat like he, at eight. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> eating right now. <laughs> oh great! That makes great radio. It always yeah. does. And Joe, what's the uh, the appeal of hanging out with Pascal? Um. Oh, Pascal's great. I uh, I, I I I find him um, well that charming accent. You know, it always <laughs> it works for me. Uh, no, I uh, Pascal is awesome. He's uh, he's one of the nicest uh, uh, people to hang around with, and and he's very polite and very. Um, um, quiet. The character in his book is this rude, obnoxious person that's sort of based on him, and he's nothing like that. And also, he he's um, he's incredibly uh, 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 talented cartoonist. Like I just love his drawings. Uh, I, I'm I'm always amazed looking at his stuff. Like it looks so easy and natural. So I just, I, I you know he's he's easy to get along with. Uh, you know, and uh, so. We've went on tour together, so we do everything together now. We're like Siamese twins, essentially, basically. I'm renting a room at his home. Yeah, no, but for Joe, yeah, same for same for me with Joe. I love, I love his his book. He's great, and yeah, that's nice. It, it 
it, it's good that you made the comment about the the decrepit character in the book because both of you um, portray yourselves as kind of um, brutish, or maybe not necessarily brutish, but um, very rough around the edges in comparison to how you really are. Well, with Pascal, yeah, he's nice in real life, but I, my character is a prick in the book, and I'm pretty much that in real life. <laughs> Dream. 
Can I just interject here? Um, okay. At TCAF, Joe, you, you say you're despicable, but aren't you the one who went and drove from Toronto to Hamilton at, what, 5 in the morning to go have breakfast with your mother? My Mother's Day, yeah. That was, uh, that's a publicity stunt. Uh, I don't have a mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I did. I do that. Because TCAF is always on Mother's Day weekend, and my mom lives in Hamilton, so I go and visit my parents. And, um, and usually it's after the Doug Wright Awards and the parties after, and I'm always hungover and get very little sleep. But yeah. But yeah, that was that was that was that was nice. That's true. Yeah. There you go. I love my mom. I love my mom. You know, that's all. That's good. Just here to ruin the myths of you being some kind of trouble starter. Okay. Um, Pascal, you're. I guess the, the the first book I want to chat about a bit is Bigfoot, and tell me about the background in that, um, about where you grew up because of. I guess it's partially. The influence of the story is the uh, the Star Wars kid. Yeah, yeah. What's I, that? Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. I I got like sketchbook where I took notes sometime, and I remember taking note about the Star Wars kid. But I first started. I I wanted to do a book about about Jean Pierre, where I came from, like mm-hmm. Saint Denis, or the. I came like it's north of. Quebec City, like maybe two hour, two hour and a half. So, and I wanted to do a book about that place. So it's the first motivation is that for me the subject of the book is more it's more the place than the character. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, 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 before my, you know, if you if you read Nicola, there's no like background and anything. And in this book, I wanted to draw like the place, like they are. And, and after that, uh, the, the Bigfoot story. Yeah, in the book, there's a Bigfoot story uh, about about someone who saw the Bigfoot and like he, he he do the front page of the newspaper. And and this is a true story. When I was in high school, there was on Sunday paper, like the local local paper, there was like a story about someone who found the Bigfoot and that there was the imprint and everything. And and when I was in high school, I with my friends like yeah we're gonna go uh, on the Bigfoot but we just went like smoking and and in the wood but that's that's I kind of like link all those those story with the Star Wars kid that 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 kid that is the Star Wars kid from Junkia no no no, I don't know where he's from he's from Quebec though yeah Drummondville yeah, someplace like that. But yeah. I know now he's like a con. He's I I know he's success. Success. He's rich. I know he's rich. Yeah, I think <laughs> I know he got a, his life together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Not rich because of that. He's rich no? because of his job. He's kind oh. of a lawyer or something. Oh, so he's, he's a grown-up now. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of, mm, there wow. was an article on him last thing. Yeah, Google him. Like he like like Google him if you don't know him and like mm. like I I talking to you listener. <laughs> One thing I was thinking about just now um, is is a big thing with the book. It's kind of that anxiety growing up, um, that nervousness, that awkward teenness. And yeah. I don't know how old you are, Pascal. How old are you? I'm, 30, I'm turning 30 in less than a month now. Um, oh, Lord. Oh, dearie me. Um, such a young man. Uh, how like 
I just wonder, like, how do you think growing up, if you had the same exposure to things like they have now with the internet, with like you do something and it's posted everywhere and everyone can see it, and I wonder how that would affect you. Like, do you have some anxiety looking at seeing that happen with folks? Is that part of feeding into this? I don't. Yeah, maybe. But I grew up with the internet, but you know, I think not with YouTube and all those things, but I. I don't know, I just found those things crazy when people do like those crazy dance or s sing like stupid song and record themselves and like they, they got like two million hits for, for I don't know, it became like a phenomenon and like I'm just, it's kind of scary if you lost something on the, on the internet. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of I never record myself. It's not like <laughs> I would do that, but I don't know. It must be scary if someone put like a video of like like at TCAF when we were super drunk, me and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's, it's not true. I went to bed very early, um, but I don't know. Like people put stuff on the internet, and yeah, anxiety. I work a lot with anxiety. <laughs> It, it, I, I, I kind of figured. Um, how does how do the comics help you with anxiety? Uh, the comics don't help. <laughs> <laughs> the comics don't help anyone, Robin. There's no catharsis. I'm not. No, 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 not at all. Never. Not for me anyway. Mm. But uh, I'm running, helping. I'm not as anxious as my as my character and. In reunion, and I am now because I'm doing an interview in English. But uh, yeah, it's like I I don't know why I push always this side in my story. I guess I'm just turning thirty. I'm still young to figure out what I'm doing. At a certain point, you made a specific choice to become a cartoonist. What was it that attracted you to cartooning? At first, it was just working alone. I was studying, I studied movie, and but I never did movie because I couldn't handle at first working with with other people. I I I, I wasn't like I didn't have the leadership, or I, I don't know. So I start. Well, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't John Carroll. They weren't so much. Live bookstore and there's a uh, comic bookstore that opened up like it's called it was called Jix it's closed now it's sad but they, they they opened up when I was like 17 or 18 and they got all those great books like like the one by John Corley or in French the L'Association so I start reading those books and I oh like they were there was like smaller format and and I kind of I can do that, and I start like when I was twenty-four, I think, twenty-three, twenty-four. So oh, yeah. it was it wasn't the lure of money and and chicks that that drew you to become a cartoonist? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. No. no. <laughs> now, now is that? Now is that? Yeah, yeah that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps yeah. me going. Yeah. The ladies and all the money. Yeah. Have you been showing them how to act properly on the road, Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's a, Pascal's like a 
it, it's funny because he's very shy and polite and everything, but he's like actually, uh, in well, you know, his books are very funny, but he's also a very funny guy. Like, I mean, when when he's he's out on the road, he says shocking things all the time. I have to, <laughs> I have to like calm him down because he wants to get in fights with people all the time and everything. He's a madman. Tell me a good uh, Pascal story on the road. Or, is well, there, or are they all uh, off the record? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, so we're we're at Mocha, and um, and he is on a on a on a panel. He's talking on a panel, and he goes, uh, you know, because uh, English is not his first language. So he said to me, Joe, at what time is my panel? And he said, Do we say panel? And I said, No, we do not say panel. We say panel, because <laughs> I said, you know, panel sounds terrible in so many ways. And then later he decided that that was going to be like, if, if he was a rapper, that would be his rapper name, Pano. And then he invented this whole like character and he would do like long routines with, with this character, Pano. And uh, anyway, I can't get into them because they're just, they're too ribald. But um, it's suffice it to say, they're, they're, they're funny. Yeah, Pano. MC Pano. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, Pascal. I would like to see MC Panel. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you will, not best. He's gonna be. He has. A, he's prepared, prepared a little skit later with Panel, so uh, he can do that later in the interview. I don't know when you do a book tour, you you got a lot of time. To, yeah. <laughs> to to. Uh, yeah, you hang out a lot waiting. Yeah. yeah. Had you done anything like that before, Pascal? Because I know Joe's done some book touring. Mm. Not like that, no. I did some residency when I was in France, but I was by myself. But like that with someone, no. No. But it was nice. Joe is like the perfect person. Yeah, we, we got along really well. It was really it was really uh, civilized uh, hanging out with Pascal. And you know what's great? When we were never late, never late. No, like, we're both we're <laughs> both like super uh, like early on time guys. Like, and so we were perfectly matched because we'd be like, yeah. "Oh, th th we got to be at the store in uh, in two in uh, two hours." So we would leave like then, and we'd be hanging around the store, making the storekeepers uh, nervous because we'd be yeah. so early. It's like we got <laughs> we got we got a Ning start interview. What time we should we should? <laughs> yeah, he was here like an out. hour early. <laughs> Seven thirty. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's sad page, but uh, yeah. yeah. But it was nice. But we had a, a nice time. It was it was great. Yeah. Um, Joe. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about uh, midlife and um, how approaching this book has been kind of different than your other books. Because okay. it's more of a continuous, self-contained piece. Like I feel like the subject matter is a little similar. Yeah. Um, um, with less masks. Uh, yeah, I think. Well, this was the first time I'd done like a full-length book. I've, I've moved slowly towards longer stories with with all the the the, the two other short story collections, and um, it just seemed like to make sense to do to try and do a full-length book because I thought maybe it would be more easy to place with a you know a bigger, better publisher. Um, and like a like a comic publisher, I was published by a literary press before, which was very good. But they, I don't think they knew what to do with the book because they're used to you know selling you know literature books. You know, um, uh, I don't know what the what the word would be, book books. You know, not comic book, uh, <laughs> book books. I believe that's what they're called. Uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, so so it was just a it was kind of a. a, a, a 
I definitely was moving towards longer stories and then anyway I, I just thought oh it'd be smart to do that and then I had this story like the idea of a guy I just had the idea my daughter actually said something to me about I was listening to some children's performer with my young son and my older daughter was mocking me and saying that I was uh, in love with the lady in the video and I was like I'm not but I'm like well, that's a good idea for a story I, I had this idea of this guy becoming obsessed with the children's performer and then eventually he was like he was stalking her and it was really creepy the story I originally envisioned and the the final version of the story is heartwarming and not creepy at all the the stalking is much more mild than uh, the original version no it's still creepy but it's less creepy <laughs> That's creepy. Then, then uh, anyway, so basically, I just took I took the two things of like having a kid uh, at the age forty when I'd already have two adult kids from a first marriage. So I've gone through all that stuff and just kind of the the trauma of having a kid when you're a bit older, and and then combined it with the other story to to flesh it out to make it more longer and perhaps more interesting and to have like a different kind of voice in there you have the the children's performer in there and her kind of early midlife crisis and career crisis whatever so it seemed to just make sense to put them all together and make a full-length book tell me about his devotion as a father pascal about joe devotion as a as a father tell yes tell us about traveling with joe the father Ah, oh, Joe is a, is a he, yeah. I would like him to be my father. It's great. He's, uh, I don't know. He's, Things are getting creepy here on Inksteads. <laughs> no, he said father, not daddy. Okay, right, right. Okay, that's the distinction. Okay, go. No, Carry but on. he's. I don't know. He was like he he was, he, he was always talking to his son and um, buying like souvenir. His son wanted like a. Like we were in New York, and his son wanted like a, a London Bridge like, clock. He wanted the London <laughs> Bridge clock. I'm like, it's not even. That's not the London Bridge clock, and it's not even the right city or <laughs> continent, man. But anyway, so we bought that great diorama. Yeah, it was a diorama of New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, it was York. beautiful. I don't know. He was always like connected still with with his kid, and and he got his iPod. He was all like. <laughs> Very technical, technological, and, and uh, he—he's a great father. He's a—he's a, and he—you he, know what? That's funny because I at first is like midlife before reading midlife. I say, oh, it's gonna be like a creepy book, like mine. <laughs> but it's not really creepy. I don't—I don't find no. midlife creepy at all. It's creepy. He, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the maybe way I want to grow up lying. to be the guy, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> you probably lying. will. But I mean, no, he's talking to the girl. I mean, he's lying yeah, to her. You know, I guess it. I mean, he tells the truth eventually, and he doesn't do anything. But it's kind of creepy. Did you yeah. have any kind of like realizations working on the book? Like, kind of this, me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, I, like when I was writing it, I. I I realized that like, I'm like it's just a lot of bourgeois whining and I, I was like at one point I was like I should just call this the, a, a, a book of bourgeois whining like, <laughs> like it's just like oh yes I'm a privileged uh, middle-aged white dude and oh my life is so hard because I have a healthy baby and then you know I was reading that uh, in the Globe and Mail uh, Ian Brown was serializing this story about his his son um, uh, Walker I think his name is and, and he's severely handicapped and just writing about life with him and he wrote it so honestly and so like heartfelt and just like no 
you know bullshit emotion but but it was so moving and it was just like and this is around the time i'm like squawking like oh i have never had any time to draw how many i gotta work all day and then my kid stays up till like 11 o'clock and i'm like oh poor me and then i was reading that and i was like wow you know man you just got nothing to 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 be bitching about you know you've got everything good and 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 it was that that story like i mean i mentioned it in the notes because it was like such a such a a realization like just how lucky i was and that really affected the end of the book basically the end of the book is the guy comes to a realization how lucky he is and and basically goes over that you know he's got three kids two adult kids and and that are you know healthy and good and, and and a young son who's healthy and good and, and, you know, he's, he's married and happy with his wife and they get along good and she tolerates all his crap and, and, and you know, and that's pretty much, that stuff is autobiographical, man. Like, it, like the affair part was totally fic- fictional, but my squawking about things was, was, was real enough, but I really didn't have anything to complain about. So, yeah, that, that was good and, and, you know, and more positive ending than it would be just like to go, Jesus, what a... I got a crying baby. Wow, poor me. You know that stuff is kind of that wears thin on people very quickly. I think that's a touching book.
Pascal, um, earlier Joe told us a story of um, Painel. Do, do you have any good Joe stories from the road? Uh, that you can share? Uh, no, not really. Just like, <laughs> no, I could, but not the Painel best. You can, what are you Thanks. talking about? It's a gravy train. You're going to be selling panel t-shirts on your website now. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, um, uh, what's, what's, it was funny in New York with Brett, Brett Chevin. Oh my God, Brett Evans, yeah. Brett Chevin, I don't know. It's like, because me and Joe is kind of more the same kind of character a little. Yeah. We were all staying in the same, like uh, Peggy from Ron Quarterly got us this beautiful furnished flat in uh, near Mocha, near in the New York. Yeah. And, and so it, Brecht Evans was staying there and we were staying there. We all had our own rooms and it was like, uh, it was great. It was, we stayed and, for what, and he's, he's a very nice guy and he's like, Brecht's great. Yeah. And he's young and he's talented and it's good. As hell, and, and he's 20, 24 or something, but he's, yeah. he, he's more extroverted. Extroverted. <laughs> extroverted is, a, is, the, is yeah. the proper word, yes. Isn't the, he, uh, the French term uh, enfant terrible? Terrible? <laughs> terrible? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, it's more, no. It's more, it's more charming. Like he's... Yeah. he's like he's just lovely. He's just like a full of love character. Yeah, he was and picking everyone up and kissing them. Yeah, and, and he touching can, everyone's yeah, hair. He, he can, can't stop touching people's hair and like... He can go and like just like lift the girl and they dance and they, they and the girls they're just like they're ecstatic they're like yeah. and if we did that we would totally yeah. get kicked in the balls immediately like with, or tasered or pepper spray but Rex oh, was getting yeah. away with it we were just aghast we were just watching and like and like he's just lifting this stranger that he's never met off the ground and spinning her around holding her to his chest and spinning him around and, yeah. and they're just going ah, their arms are out in the air and they're so happy it was beautiful it was but incredible. like it, what, this is not really a Joe story. I don't know what I'm telling, but it's funny because this this story with with Brett could like make us like be so much like our character, like Joe and his like his character in his book, and me like my character in, in the book, like just like too sweaty, creepy, too sweaty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He made he made loser. our books become very real. Yeah, we were the losers. The uh, yeah. So yeah. we got like this connection there, and that's where the bromance really like. Yeah, the bromance. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the word you use. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's totally like in your phone. Yeah, we use that word. Yeah. So you guys hang out more now after you've done these tours than you would have no, maybe we, before. No, we see each other. <laughs> we're both anti-cartoonists. We don't see each other. But we see each other at any, you know, comic book events. We always see each other in line, and then we, we chat. And we say, we should get together. Oh, yeah. we've had lunch. What? Well, once? we got lunch. Yeah, yeah, you paid twice? for my lunch. Yeah, I need to pay for it. Did we go once or twice? Uh, just once. Well, just once. Yeah, yeah just seemed once. like twice, but it was only once. Yeah, but, but still, like, good lunch. Yeah, like at John and Quarry, the bookstore. There's always like those. Yeah, all the events there. Yeah, so we, make, we, yeah we always right. meet at those. Yeah, yeah. We would like to see each other, but we don't see people. So we're very busy. Yeah, people, work, 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 work. Um, Pascal. Yeah. Um, how many other books do you have in French? I just want to kind of gauge how how much stuff you have out to kind of get an idea because I get a lot of the Quebecois cartoonists I talk to, it's kind of like I know they have a couple of works out in English and then a stack that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, mm. I got 
by myself, in the one that I do like everything, uh, I got five. So just this year, he's done five. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I got five. I got one before Nicola, and one that was called Dans un Cruchon. That's good that it's not translated. And one after Nicolas called Paris before Bigfoot, and it, it was strip, a strip just like like short strip, and and yeah. But like I think my my favorite art are the one like John and Cody translate the the one I'm like my favorite my favorite. That's a big word, but like the the book I'm like more happy about. So. Mm -hmm. And I got like other, I draw for other people for like uh, maybe four book. But like this like full length books? Like, yeah. Yeah? Kind of, no, some are short. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like, I'm working on a new book now by myself and I'm, I, it take, it's taking me more and more time. So I guess I'm, I'm going to be slower now and just do book by myself mostly. What's the what? What are you working on right now? I'm. I start my books Monday. Monday. This, <laughs> yeah, just Monday. So it's really new. But I. I kind of like wrote it like since one year, and for now the 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 title is the rebound. I think. A rebound. Can you use yeah. that in English? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The rebound. I think uh, that is English. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a book uh, it's a sort of love story say it's so, kind of it's so. kind of a, it's in the same vein as reunion more it's it's, it's me doing a mistake and nice thing in this book more so it's not like so is the title ironic then the rebound uh yes and no. no okay not so much no. yes yes no you see <laughs> but it's about the kleptomaniac too oh yeah and but it's it's still i i just draw the first page and i'm starting the second page or so. and i improvise a lot so joe talked a little bit about the realizations with midlife um what kind of realizations did you have working on reunion as it's kind of an e examination of yourself. The, it, it was a strange book for me because doing this book, I was breaking up with my 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 nine-year girlfriend at the time. It's been nine years we're together, and we broke like we broke up one week maybe after I finished the book, so. Making that book after that book was like I couldn't look at it because it was all my my faults for me. It was like <laughs> if I put all if I take all my faults and all my bad side and do just one book with that, which at first was the goal. It was like trying to do take my faults and exaggerate like exaggerate them and make a comedy with it. Like because I was inspired by people like Larry David and and Joe Matt too that like like in two different films but like that use their their faults yeah and like not always portray themselves like winner <laughs> so 
but at the like last August, this book was horrible to me. It was like, oh, I'm that guy in that. <laughs> That's why she left me, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's what I realized at the end of that book. But but, but, but that that was the rumor floating around in the in the in the comic scene, like that. Like when I heard what the book was about, I was like, this Pascal Girard guy went to his like um, high school reunion and was like flirting with this chick he became obsessed with, and his girlfriend left him because of it. And I thought it was like a true like a true story. But then when we went on tour together, no, Pascal, I know, I know, but it's it's not that at all. But I mean, no. and then we were on like were we on a panel like about. Like true, true comics, and yeah. then we were both like, "Yeah, there's that. It's all fiction. There's nothing true about it." And Pascal would break down how it was all fake, and there was nothing real about the whole book. And it's, like most of the book is true, like some little part, but all yeah. the all the cre the same thing as Joe. All the creepy thing with that girl is not true. Yeah, like I didn't stalk on a girl. I was with in high school, and that girl in that book, I know her, and she's she she she's living here, and I saw her like. Two two years ago again, and like it's not a, and I'm I was in love and her when I was in high school, but not yeah. not anymore. No, I never think about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know like people thought about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, I can remember having discussion with someone. I can't remember who was another cartoonist, and just saying. But maybe it wasn't a discussion. Maybe it was just me making up a rumor. Like I was like that Pascal is right. <laughs> He totally did this, and uh, yeah, I, I, it might that might have been the case. It might but have it, been me starting a rumor. Yeah, uh, not that it was discussing a rumor, but anyway, I, I believed it was true. But it was the game too. It's the game. Yeah. Sometimes you play with, I don't know, people around you know what you are. But like yeah. when you read the book, it's fun sometimes to play with what's false and what's true. And it's yeah. funny because with this book, it came out in French first, and the the French reaction of oh not very good or worse than in English. In English people, I think, I don't know, in French it's mostly, this is a loser book, this is a guy about, this is a book about a loser, why would I read a book about mm. a loser? And they think is a, it's a, it's a real autobiography and like, like this is just a loser doing a book about this loser life. <laughs> Which is, they didn't see like the, like, the funny part mm. in this one, they, they kind of just like, not not everyone, but I saw a lot of, I got a lot of this kind of reaction, and mm. in, in English people catch it more, I guess, or I, at least they, they can make difference, so. Mm. I love how both of you are very careful to make sure that we all know these aren't really you. This is very <laughs> funny, because when, when Reunion came out, I was just starting dating a girl, Who's my girlfriend now? And when she read that book, like, I, like I was like, "This is a fiction. This is a fiction." And at first, I don't know if I like that book. She didn't like that book at first. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, funny. I just had to explain to my parents. I don't know if my parents actually read my books, but I always give them to them. And and I just said to them, I said, um, just so you know, I didn't didn't have an affair. The guy in the book has an affair. I didn't. And, and I said, that's all. Sorry about all the swears. And then you know, that's it. So, we are creepy. We don't put it in the book. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, will you be appearing in public at any time soon? <laughs> you mean as his character panel? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this uh, cartoonist in San Francisco. Actually, I don't even know if he's uh, Jason Shiga. Okay, yeah, book, yeah. book hunter, yeah. 
Yeah, and he did this song called The Shiga Corn. And if you meet Jason, he's the most gentle, lovely man. Um, and he did this song, this most vile hip-hop song. It's just disgusting. Um, so I think... What I think Pastel does when he's in his character. Yeah, yeah I, th- yeah. I think Painel has a uh, a tour companion. Yeah, that would be, that would be <laughs> I think, good. I think it should have been just a short story. You said the Painel story. <laughs> and after that, we can, like, move on. Yeah, we're moving on. We're going to move on. That's serious. Yeah. He doesn't want to be just known as that. He's more He's more, He's more. a more well-rounded person than that. I gotta be. He, he's a creepy guy in Reunion. Um, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wish I, could, I was able to see you guys in Vancouver. I was very bummed that. Uh, yeah, you were there. Yeah, you know, I was in uh, Portland for the Stumptown convention. That's oh. right. And I wish I stayed in Vancouver. Well, next time, I wish next I would time. go to Portland too. I've never been, but Vancouver is beautiful. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah, I heard you guys got to get a little uh, walk around tour with Colin Upton. Colin Upton. Yeah, yeah showed us around a bit. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, well, thank you both for coming and joining me today. That was Joe Ullman and Pascal Girard um, chat with me about their books. Joe's latest book is Midlife, uh, published by Jordan Quarterly, as well as his uh, other books, um, This Wall and In Tears, and uh, Chewing on Tinfoil came out from Insomniac some years ago. Joe put out more books more often. Uh, Pascal's latest is Reunion from Drawn and Quarterly, as well as Bigfoot from Drawn and Quarterly, Nicholas from Drawn and Quarterly. I think we see a theme here. Um, and his next book coming out in the spring from uh, my good friends at Conundrum, uh, Valentin, I think it's called. Uh, it's very gorgeous. It's watercolor stuff. Um, it'll be a very pretty book. Uh, all his books are pretty, and all Joe's books are pretty too. Thanks, gents.